Take me out to the ball game. Swing, bada bada swing, bada bada swing. Swing, bada bada swing, bada bada swing, bada bada swing, yeah. What's up, Wichita Wind Surge fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Surge Cast. My name is Scotty German. I am your host, and alongside me, as usual, is none other than the voice of the Wichita Wind Surge, Mr. Tim Grubbs. Oh, thanks for the applause. Great to be here. Yeah. Rolling into May, you know, we're yeah. a month into the season, so uh, yeah, all is well, I guess. Yeah, it's 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 moving right along. You know, uh, we have uh, we have an excellent series that we're finishing up right now, which is uh, against the Springfield Cardinals. It's been a crazy series. Yeah, it's been <laughs> tons of runs. Yeah, up and down. Roller, I would say the wind surge, the wind surge pitching staff is, especially the starters, have mm-hmm. really struggled. Yeah. The offense has been a roller coaster. Right. You know, we had 12 runs one game, 17 hits, and you're like, wow. Yeah. We're we're doing well. Um, Next day, no runs, one hit. Yeah. The next day, 12 runs, 16 hits. The next day, you know, one run, six hits. So it's been, you know what I mean? Roller coaster, right? Roller coaster. And then in Tulsa, you know, early in the year, I was worried about the offense. We just mm-hmm. weren't scoring a lot of runs, and we weren't hitting a lot. Tulsa, you know, we we lost the series four out of six. We left a lot of guys on base, but we hit. Yeah. We just didn't hit at the right time. You know what I mean? It oh, just yeah. didn't string the hit. You know, we left double digits five of the six games, and one of the, guy, one of the games, I think we left 14 men on base. You leave 14 men on base, and you lose by a run. You're yeah. scratching your head. Yeah, you're you going, know. what happened? Yeah, but no, I think ultimately, you know, if we can settle in on the pitching staff, I think it'll be fine. It's, you know, and, and ultimately I sit here and you make it, I mean, I'm probably giving a gloomy look, but sure. we are 500. Right. So it's not, you know what I mean? And we, we haven't buried ourselves. We're in third place, two and a half games out of first. So we're all there and it is a marathon. It's just, I think some guys need to, and it's cold. So, you know, that's what I was getting ready to ask you. I'm like, so early season jitters, I think, happens for pretty much everybody. And then whenever you get that like cold snap Mm -hmm. and and the weather's fluctuating in Kansas because it's Kansas. I mean, that's what it does. Um, But how much is that? Is is that like beginning of the season or is it just because the weather? I mean, you take a hard fast one in on your hands. It stinks. It stings. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of. I guess I just remember when I was playing, and, and it took you a while when the weather starts getting more cooperative and it starts heating up. Anybody that plays baseball out there will tell you, I would much rather it be 100 degrees and play a baseball game than play in, like, 40. 40s. So right. that's, I mean, that's kind of the thing, and I think that's what's kind of happening throughout the majors as well. Yeah, well, statistically, April's always, pitchers are always ahead of hitters. Right. Always. Pitcher, at the beginning. Um, guys are in Florida or Arizona for spring training, so it's been warm. A little warmer. They yeah. come here, and you know, and it was, and it's been warm, cold, warm. So you got the roller coaster with the temperatures. Yeah. This past series, we were hardly ever on the field for any practice or batting practice or field work because of all the rain. Um, guys are wearing another layer. They're or, wearing hoodies or two or three layers. You I, know, because I think of it was the Brooks. Cold. I think Brooks was wearing a hoodie under his jersey last night, if I remember correctly. But I'm like, yeah, it's cold. (laughs) It was, 
It was it was forty five degrees at one point, and, and not even including in the wind chill. Yeah, you know no, that was including in the oh, wind okay. chill. But okay. I think the real temperature was forty nine. Oh, okay, it felt like forty five. At least that's what it said. And you know, plus it was very humid. You know, because it was that. I don't know. We got just after a rain. It was it steady rain all day long, yeah. and it just you know it's that bone chilling. Yeah, feeling so. I, I think that has a lot to do with it. And as we roll into May, you know, we'll we'll put a little of this beside and, right. uh, you know, hopefully everything warms up. Yeah. And I think that kind of makes the explanation. I mean, a lot of our games, I mean, yeah, we're sitting at 500, but but uh, like you and I were talking before the show, um, it's it's not, I mean, we're happy to be 500. In we're this happy particular. to be 500. <laughs> we're happy to have gotten all the home games in this right. past series, because I can tell you right now, the forecast never looked great. Never. Um, it was dicey for a few games during the afternoon, looking mm-hmm. at radars and different things like that, but it all worked out. And, you know, now that we're getting into May, you know, things are, the routine will continue. And I mean, obviously, I mean, yeah, we had the huge opening night, yeah, record breaking oh, yeah. crowd. Our attendances are up. You know, in yeah. general, which, you know, s- says a lot, especially when kids are still in school and we haven't had, you know, the best weather for the home games. Right. But the numbers speak for itself. People are happy and, uh, you know, the lower drink specials, yeah, and oh, yeah. happy hours and different things like that. Now, we've had a couple games by the time the ninth innings rolled around. I've glanced into the crowd and I'm like, yeah, a lot of people left, but I'm I'm sitting there with my sweatshirt on. and In, in a like, climate-controlled in a climate. Yeah. yeah. Now, the window's open, but still, <laughs> oh, I'm true. freezing. True. So it's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm from a cold-weather climate, so it's not like yeah. I'm not used to it. But. Yeah. And, and, and we got the opportunity. I got to skip to that, because I think that over the last uh, week, week and a half, I think that was probably the coolest thing in the world. We were lucky enough to have the opportunity to have a future Hall of Famer in the major leagues uh, go through his rehab assignment and end up at Riverfront Stadium in Adam Wainwright. And as a Cardinal fan, oh boy, was I excited. Yeah, I knew you were super excited. I it was, was. It was a great atmosphere at the game. Everybody wore red. Yeah. Um, it makes you realize how many St. Louis Cardinal fans live in Wichita. Or live everywhere. Or live everywhere. I mean, Cardinal Nation is there. Yeah. Um, they cheered Wainwright every time he took the field, every time he came off the field. They rooted for the wind surge. Right. I did not hear a single Cardinal player really get any type of ovation other than Wainwright. Sure. So it wasn't like, you know, Nunez came up to bat and you heard it. Like a couple years ago when Northwest Arkansas came in, they they cheered for certain Naturals players. Yeah, which Bobby I was always Witt. like, yeah, and uh, Prado. And Prado, yeah. Yeah, and they didn't cheer for Melendez, who was like the team leader yeah, in batting average homers in RBI. <laughs> and I thought stud. it was funny, but he was riding under the radar at that point. Right. No one knew that he was really one of their top prospects. Right. But it, I thought it was funny, but... It was cool to see it, and then you know Wainwright left. He, I like the way he left. He left in the middle of an inning. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I know Wainwright didn't like. That. He didn't like. That he wanted to go six. He went four and two thirds. But as he left, and he did the tip of the hat. That, but that gave the chance for the tip of the hat, and you knew, you know, if he got done in the fifth. I don't know if everybody. I knew his pitch count, right? But I don't know if everybody in the building knew if he walked off the mound. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have got, get, yeah, that you wouldn't have got that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he would have just disappeared into the clubhouse. Right. But 
the fact that he was lifted in the middle of the inning was awesome. Yeah. You know? And, and as a Cardinal fan, I mean, um, I, I obviously I got to the ballpark really early because I wanted to see, you know, I wanted to see him warm up in the bullpen, but apparently I was not the only one who had that idea. I saw the whole crowd oh, out yeah. there. Oh, yeah. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to evase anybody. I didn't want right. to get in there and move anybody out of the way. So I, I, it was packed. Just looking over in right field, you're looking down on the guy doing a, you know, throwing bullpen, getting warm. He warmed up by himself. Um, but I wanted to see Uncle Charlie. I've never seen Uncle Charlie live. And so it was kind of cool to see, you know, fastball, 85, 88 mile an hour. And then every once in a while, he would zoom it up there. But but when you get that 70 mile an hour breaking ball, I mean, it gravity does a little bit, but it's 12 six. He's finesse. So, yeah, you know, it's for pretty us, awesome. You know, I talked to our hitting coach, talked to, you know, some people and we were just in Tulsa where they, the Dodgers have some power arms, mm-hmm. 95 plus. Right. All their starters are just power arms yeah. is the word you use. 95, 97, 98. And then the first game of the series, we face Wainwright. And yes, he's a Hall of Famer <laughs> yeah. or future Hall of Famer, but he doesn't get anywhere near there no. but yet carving you up. And yeah. Yeah, we hit him hard a couple of times. Now he's just shaking the rust off, but it was it was. Great comparison. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, it's funny, and I didn't say this on the broadcast, but I have called, I don't know how many Wainwright games, but it's double digits. Really? Because he came up, and he was in Memphis for parts of two seasons, and then he had some injury issues, and I think I've always was fortunate to be in Memphis for his rehab starts. Oh, cool. So I actually was thinking, I was like, I've probably called... 13 games of Wayne, right? You know, and it was cool that I got to see him again at the tail end of his career because I saw him coming up. Yeah. You know, which I thought was cool. I made a comment on the air and and got called out by one of our season ticket holders that when Wainwright started his minor league career, Brooks Lee wasn't born yet. (laughs) And and it did sound like I was making fun of Wayno's age. Sure. But... Keep in mind, I was working in minor league baseball then, sure, too. Yeah. So I was making fun of myself at the same right. time. Because believe me, I was calling Wadham Wainwright games back then. Yeah. So it was funny. It's, uh, But it was a great atmosphere. Um, I had a chance to talk to him. He spoke to the media. Yeah. He spoke about how great Riverfront Stadium is. And for people that listen and people here in Wichita, I think if you didn't believe how great that ballpark is right for a hall of fame major leaguer to come here and say that you're not just hearing it from me or you or just sure. i mean i've been to 80 minor league stadiums i've been to 30 major league stadiums or something like that i haven't been to every current one so when i say 30 don't i haven't been to all of them I got you. but i've been to some cities you know philly been to both of them pittsburgh been to both sure. cleveland been to both so um it's up there. It's an elite ballpark. And the way yeah. he spoke about it and his compliments for Jake, our groundskeeper, and Ben, our groundskeeper, yeah. were great. How well the mound was. I mean, he was blown away. He was in Springfield the other day, and Springfield made a start, you know, five days before. Springfield's top five ballpark in our league, but it is on a different level. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a oh, yeah. good ballpark, good minor league ballpark that was built, you know, 15 years ago. But the way they did Wichita, they did it right. Yeah. It's awesome. And he and he actually, uh, I, I saw a couple things on Twitter. He actually made his rounds. He, he did. He wanted to go to a barbecue place. He actually tweeted out, I, I follow him on Twitter, and he tweeted out to Wichita. And he's like, all right, guys, where do I need to go eat? That was one of his things that he said on Twitter. And uh, I guess he found himself some good barbecue. He did. He went to Scotch and Sirloin yeah, for that. one night. Um, and then he went to Station 8 Barbecue and was blown away there by it. There you go. So, um, that a baby. 
baby witch yeah. dog. Good job. There you go. Good, good. Whoop, my wrong button. There you go. Good job. Way to go. I think a couple right. people, you know what's funny about Station 8 Barbecue is so he, he had a 12.30 flight to get out of here. Oh, wow. Station 8 doesn't open to 11. Oh. He asked our GM if he thought he could pull off both. And Bob was positive. And there said, we go. You do it. <laughs> so I think he walked in the door at 11 o'clock, yeah. got fed, and took the Uber to the airport. And, and, and nailed it, it. And nailed it. Nice. So, Way to go. Yeah. I think he did well. So, I mean, he was very impressed with Wichita. That's good. First time he had ever started a game in the state of Kansas professionally. So, uh, you know, and there was thought that we might get him back yeah. in the same series. I was, I was But hoping. he's going to Memphis. So. Yeah. I, and I think he's at the tail end of his rehab assignment. Yeah. Uh, I think they wanted him to get his pitch count up was the main thing whenever yeah. we got to see him. Uh, because I believe the first game he only threw like 40-some pitches or 40-some pitches. He was yeah. supposed to get like into the sixth inning against right. us. He only got four and two-thirds. So I think obviously... Yeah, you know they're going to want to stretch him a little more, and it, it had. I mean, I'm sure with the rain and the cold, yeah, could have had something to do with it. Absolutely, and we made good contact off of him yep. multiple times throughout the game, and it was, uh, it was fun to see the wind surge be able to do that. And that's kind of, but uh, that's my thing. Whenever we have this show, I always try to bring it up or bring it back. I mean, yes, you go to the wind surge game to to, to root on the home team, right? But it's the experience of seeing all of these other guys. And, and when you people tell me that they're not a Twins fan, and that's the reason why they don't come to games, I don't yeah. want to hear that because if. You're a Cardinal fan. I am. Come, I'm a tiger. I don't care. Come and root for the other team. Exactly. Or, well, you know, or even if you don't, just come and enjoy. Like, I root for the wind surge. Right. And I fly. I wear Minnesota twin stuff. And I root for the twins. I follow them daily. But I do appreciate what I see across the way. Yeah. And I want to see the other team's best. And I love the fact, and I have to recount the numbers, because there's been some additional guys this year. We've got 18 guys from the wind surge that are in the big leagues. Right. And it's over 60 that have played on the field at Riverfront who are in the big leagues. And I like to, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just oh, shows yeah. you that it's not just wind surge guys. I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, you look at that Cardinal lineup, there's a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, and there's a number of guys that are in Kansas City now that, of course, absolutely. Here. So it's, it, and it's across the, Cross baseball, so right. And a few years from now, that number will be really high. Oh, for sure. Um, you know, from my time in New Orleans, there was a stretch there. I could not look at a baseball box score. Mm-hmm. And not see a former New Orleans player, or see at least a player that played, you know, against us in New Orleans. Absolutely. And, and there's definitely an appreciation about how high level this professional baseball is. That's right. And then we're we, we're having a great weekend uh, that as far as the weather goes. Yeah. Uh, coming up for this the the end of this series against the Springfield Cardinals. Yeah. The beginning of the weekend wasn't good. No. We, we did have the kids take over day. Yeah, that's right on um, Friday. You know, Mel Hilberton Ford. Did a great job of, you know, seventy-five kids learning how the business of baseball works. Uh, I, I gotta, com- I gotta tip my hat to you, dude. I, I, I was, uh, I, I kind of, I tend to walk around. I don't sit down in the stands very often, so I find myself in like the, uh, in the back, in the outfield bar, or going in to see Jake at the, uh, the team store right. over. In the, but they always have the game on with you in the background, so I get to hear your commentary. And you had, I don't even know how many kids. I don't know. It had to have been at least. At least one or two an inning. I think it was, yeah, at least one or two a half inning. Half inning, right. Yeah, um, for the first four innings. So I want to, it was probably 16 to 20 kids I think I had yesterday. Yeah. Um, Last year I think I had about four total. And there's some great things that they say. Yeah. You know, the innocence of little kids. And you ask them a question and their answers are great. They're gold, man. It's gold. And fortunately... 
in the game that kids take over, it was not a great game. Yeah. We got behind early. Right. So it made... You know, there's no, there's nothing worse than if you're, there's a no hitter and I'm being just, I have to do you're an interview. You're being distracted, yeah. And I'm, I'm focusing on, you know, an interview as opposed to doing straight play by play. And that's the reason why we front load it too. So if, you know, when the game is on the line in the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth inning, that there wasn't any guests. Right. But at the same time, but it ended up, we gave up a bunch of runs in the first and ended up working out. Right. But um, it was so much fun and they got to work on the field. Yeah. They got to work, they had to do PA, they were on the radio, they got to do promotions, they gave out the cap giveaway. Yeah. They worked in the store. You know, they did all the little things um, that, you know, that, all of us take for granted that work in minor league baseball that we don't even realize oh, yeah. how cool our jobs are. Oh, yeah. And it, the it, coolest it just, thing about just being able to walk out onto the field yeah. hey, that so many people take for granted, and it's and to us, to people like me and to these kids, it's it's like it's hollow ground. It's hollow it's ground. Hollow ground yeah. yeah. And so. to us that work in minor league baseball, it's, you know, you don't realize how privileged we are. Like yeah. even most of our front, our most. 80%, 90% of our front office is not allowed in the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. You know, that's an off-limits area. I take it for granted that I could just walk in there and, get, <laughs> and take a picture of the lineup, and mm-hmm. I know all the players' names. They all know me. You know what I mean? Right. I take it for granted. So on these kids' days, you know, it brings you back. Yeah. It, it kind of brings you back to level ground. It brings you back to your equator. You know what I mean? Where you're sure. like, oh, Yeah. This is a privilege. Yeah. This isn't something that everybody gets. It's a really cool job, folks. <laughs> <laughs> and it does. It does bring everything into perspective because there's some days when you work these 12-hour days yeah. and, and or you're on the long bus ride and you're like, oh, God. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, you know, that that is my... It is my most. It is probably my favorite day of the year. I wish it was better for him. Yeah, because it was forty something degrees. It was cold. And there was a couple kids that came in with no coats or very lightly dressed. And oh I'm yeah. Like, oh boy. And people wearing shorts. Come on. Which it's all. What are we doing here? I know. It's like God. Yikes. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. It was. Uh, and we're wrapping up this uh, this series, and, and we're going to have nice weather. At least we're going to have great weather. Yep. We got bark in the park at the ballpark. Yep. And we got another kids' day at the ballpark. Some, we, one of our games is on national television, stadium TV. Okay. And I know people were like, well, I, I don't have that. If you go to your cable box or your DVR, or you, you go to your... TV, whatever. Sure. There's a really good chance you have it. Really? It's one of those stations that people don't realize they've got. So take a look at it. It's the Saturday game. So by the time this podcast come out, but they've got a minor league baseball game every Saturday. Oh, cool. All summer. And we have about three of them from Wichita that'll be on. Okay. Saturday's game was the first. And there's a number of road games yeah. that are going to be on. And even when we're not on, I think it'd be cool for people to check out these yeah. other ballparks. And it's not, it's double, it's all double A and triple A games. Yeah. Like you won't see a single A game on there. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's cool. And it, I think it's something to check out if you want to see what's, what else, some of these other minor league situations. Yeah. But I like it. And it's, it's a, Model program. This is inaugural year of it. Yeah, and there are plans to make it bigger and better in the in the future. So well, and I think especially like if you if you can't make the game and you still want to be supportive, or if you just want to learn about these players, and I think that's kind of the thing that whenever you go to the game and you don't know a whole heck of a lot, it's nice to have headphones with you in there yeah. and going over the stats and stuff like that, and you actually get to hear about these players. Yeah, because I try to give a little bio and give them a little background, right, right. and I know probably to the person who listens every day, they're like, he says this about it, this guy, like every game yeah. or whatever, but I, I, I have to take into account that I don't know who's listening. That's and, correct. You know what I 
I mean, and if it's a pretty cool Chandler Redmond, every time that guy comes up to bat for Springfield, he hit four homers in one game last year, really? which is a pretty cool accomplishment. But what makes it even more remarkable, he hit a grand slam, hit a three-run homer, hit a two-run homer, and hit a solo homer. Oh, nice. It's the most incredible thing I've... I mean, it's... That's it's a home like run cycle. A home run cycle. When he first did it, I didn't even know what the home run cycle really was. And I'm in baseball. Yeah. Because I just never... I mean, you got to get lucky. One, you got to hit four homers. That's, That's hard. But you also got to get lucky that there's... The, the right scenario. Yeah. I mean, hitting a home run is hard, but if you hit four solo homers, yeah, you know, I mean, you can't control who's on base. That's, yeah. But to do one of each in each game, I think is still the most incredible thing. So every time Red, every game, Chandler Redmond comes up to bat and I say that story. Yeah, it's a nine run swing. I yeah. mean, basically, I mean, what is it, 10? Yeah, that'd be 10 for He's, a cycle. He, uh, he was hitter of the week when he did it last year. And he really didn't have a great week. He had a great day. <laughs> you think about it, four homers for a week is a good number. Right. And getting all those RBIs in a week is a pretty good number. So gotcha. pretty cool thing is that, you know, just something to keep out there. Right. So we'll, we'll wrap up this series with uh, Springfield. And then where are we going? Because we're going to be on the road two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. We go to Northwest Arkansas. All right. Take on Kansas the Royals. Cities. And then we go to Frisco. Oh, yeah. A rematch of last year's championship series. So we'll mm-hmm. take on Texas Rangers affiliate for yep. six. So, yeah, it's gone for, for 12, which is unfortunate because this is the time of year the weather's going to swing early May. But, you know, we'll be back and then we'll really start playing. It's a lot of home games when we get back. That's right. So, so we've got uh, uh, the two the two road road trips that we have, and then when we come back, what do we got there? So there's going to be a two week vacation, and then uh, who do we play in our in our home opener? You are lost. <laughs> I don't know. It's that far out. <laughs> Tim came in front. You can see my eyes. <laughs> I'm I was, sitting here. I you, know, you can't I, see it. You can't see me and Tim uh, uh, whenever we're doing the show. But the, the, this look of Tim's face was great. <laughs> I am a day to day or a. <laughs> Week to week. I'm probably, a, I'm more of a week to week. It's Arkansas. Yeah. Seattle Mariners. Are there you go. Um, I am a week to week person, you know, where I know where I'm going to be. I know what hotel I'm going to stay at sure. for the next, you know, I do know the next two trips. Yeah. But don't go beyond that. <laughs> <laughs> so duly noted. But uh, no, that we we have Arkansas, which is a Seattle Mariners yeah. team. At the moment, they're the first place team. They're battling with Tulsa. There you go. So uh, hopefully have a good road trip. Yep. And Arkansas gets tripped up a little bit, and that becomes a big series. Yeah, so. and I guess, and, and the way that the weather looks like, I think this is right around the time where the guys start to get a little bit more ripe, they yep. get a little bit more warm, so uh, be positive. And, and we got some guys yeah. swinging the bat. Will Holland opened the year, you know, I hate to say this, but he opened the year one for 26, and, you know, you don't want to pound that drum. Right. But ever since then, he's really been swinging the bat well. Good. So it, he seems to be turning a corner. Kersey's getting it up there. Brooks Lee's been Consistent, very consistent. Um, he leads. He's second in the league in uh, doubles. He's yep. Depending on the day, he's anywhere between third and sixth in runs scored, depending on who else is scoring. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it just shows you how you know he's been very consistent, and that you know we need to get some more consistency out of the lineup, and we need to get a little bit better pitching. But I think you know, like we said, we're playing 500 baseball, and. Things are going to warm up and turn for the better. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the way it is uh, with major league teams as well. I think that yeah. I think it's just the thing with the sport. Until it starts getting really, really warm outside, I, I really don't think you know what you have. That's at least no, my opinion. It, you know, the first barometer, especially at the major league level and the minor leagues, is maybe a week earlier, Memorial Day. Yeah, you never want to. You never have really idea how good you are. I mean, let's take a look at the big leagues right now. The Twins are in first place. That's not a surprise. The Arizona Diamondbacks oh. are in first place. That is a shocker. The the Arizona Diamondbacks are a team that a month ago 
Anybody that knows anything about baseball would say that team's going to lose 90-plus games. Here they are in first place a month in. The Pittsburgh Pirates are in first place. Yeah, my Cardinals are terrible. The Cardinals are in last place. <laughs> they like, are so stacked, and they are horrible. And a month from now, we're not going to be repeating these same things. I really hope not. You know, I, I really mean, um, as a Pittsburgh person, Pittsburgher, you know, I yeah. still have a rooting interest in the Pirates, even though I, I, I always say people, people ask me who my favorite team is. It's the Twins now. It's yeah, and it, but it's really guys. Yeah, because people that I become friends with, I root for. Yeah. I only know one guy on the Pirates, but it's the team that I grew up rooting sure. for. But I am excited to see them off to a good start. That's a really good point. My team may be the Cardinals, but I, I my favorite player doesn't play for the Cardinals. He plays for my probably top, maybe least favorite team in the major leagues, and that is the Los Angeles Dodgers. I, I love Freddie Freeman. Yeah, I, I just like him as a human being, as a person, and as a baseball player. So he's the guy I like probably the most as of right now. Yeah, no, that's cool. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of those. But I can't of... stand the Dodgers. <laughs> I can't stand the Dodgers. Well, I don't think any of us really like the Dodgers. Well, I mean, they, the rich get richer. They got a lot of money. Right. Every time I'm in Tulsa and I see how many good prospects they have, I'm like, right. oh, you know, yeah. But well, we got a lot ahead. We got a lot of uh, promotions that are going to be coming out. We still, uh, I think we've had what one? Uh, we had a tub dub. I forgot about that. We did that. have we a did. tub dub. We had. A, you told me that you were kind of worried. You were worried. So our marketing social media team <laughs> announces that we will wear turbo tubs every Thursday at home all season. Right. And, you know, they got to come up with the caption when they put the logo and all that stuff. And they write, lots of tubs dubs coming this season. <laughs> and I see it get tweeted out back in February or whatever, and I immediately cringe. As a person who doesn't want to talk smack or, you know what I mean? I feel like if you call your shot... Things are going to go the wrong way. Ladies and I'm gentlemen, very superstitious. I'm the person that baseball writes players are superstitious, folks. <laughs> I told a kid last night on you know with the uh, the kids take over, we lost last night. Yeah, my lineup card will have all different pens today. <laughs> yes. When we lose, I don't throw them away. They right. just get. They have to recharge. They get the recharge. <laughs> I, when the game gets over, I put them in a different part of my backpack to know <laughs> that I'm not going to dip from that part. And it, it is, a lot of people probably don't know that. And I do still have the grade school four color, multicolor pens and stuff oh, like that. That's great. But I do shuffle them around because I feel like it's my fault that I used a bad pen. That's perfect. <laughs> and, and every single person who's played baseball that's listening to this right now completely understands. I walk on the field a lot. You'll never see me touch but a line. You don't touch the <laughs> line. Never see, there's a lot never. of things you just never see me do. It's so funny because I'll take my wife to the games and stuff like that and I'll see somebody do it and and I'm oh no oh no, oh, and no. So she's like what I'm like did you not see what he just did she no what are you talking about he stepped on the line yep she's like ooh what are we gonna do but yeah yeah we're I don't pull tarp as much anymore I still do it a couple times a year yeah but you know you're running full speed I'm still always trying to like, try all to right avoid I gotta it. try to avoid that line <laughs> uh yeah but we do we've got a lot of uh of, uh turbo tub games uh yeah. this season at home we got a lot of cool things tubs tuba vacas yep. we've got uh Wranglers, yeah, that's, that's later in the year. We'll give you guys a heads up on we that. We got the one Marvel. We got we got a lot, and there's some great promotions. Uh, 
It was, it was, I didn't think we'd have to, ha after the very warm opening night where we gave away scarves, we should have gave away scarves last, last night. night. Yeah. Um, but I did see a lot of them at the ballpark. Good. So they were good. put to good use. Uh, well, I appreciate it again, Tim. That wraps up this episode of the Surge Cast. Uh, thank you very much for coming and doing I had a lot of fun this episode. I don't know about you, but I had a blast. <laughs> I had a blast. You know, we didn't have much of an agenda. But no, we, we didn't. We're rolling. We're rolling. Uh, and that's what it is. It's, yeah. You know what? And if you guys have any questions, you want us to talk about a specific topic, yeah. some, you know, we're, we're not afraid to talk, you know, about Major League Baseball or about, we really try to talk about promotions, but sure. this past week there wasn't anything zany. Right. Now that kids are getting out of school, it'll be there. But yeah, let us know. Absolutely, let us know. And you can uh, tweet us at, uh, what do you want to just do You yours? could do mine, uh, Mr. M.R. Tim Grubbs, mm -hmm. or, you know, you could do the wind surge and they'll pass it on to Absolutely. you as well. Absolutely. So, but we do appreciate all of you guys. If you know somebody who's a wind surge fan that uh, listens to podcast or anybody that's just a wind surge fan and wants to get a, you know, show talking about baseball, that's what we do. And that's what we love to do. And uh, to all of you guys out there, wind surge fans, uh, let anybody know that would be interesting. We would sincerely do appreciate it. Uh, but guys, uh, you know, until next time, surge up. Swing, bada bada swing, bada bada swing. Swing, bada bada swing, bada bada swing, bada bada swing, yeah.